Oklahoma's own News on 6 starts now. First here at 10 o'clock, we are tracking the chance of storms tonight and heavy rainfall later this week. Thanks for joining us. I'm Craig Day. And I'm Lori Fulbright. Chief Meteorologist Travis Meyer has the latest for us from the Bob Mills Weather Center. Travis? All right. It's not over till it's over. And earlier this afternoon, showers and thunderstorms popped up briefly right along a dry line that was right around the Tulsa area. And they fell apart very quickly out to the west. We have fire warnings for tomorrow. In the meantime, we do have a few showers and isolated thunderstorms that have been firing up from just southwest Missouri in northern Arkansas, and they're back building just a little bit across Ottawa County. These cells could be heavy with some hail associated with them, and there is a chance we'll see a few of those along a boundary that's situated near the Tulsa area, where it has been kind of an interesting late afternoon and evening because of the temperature differential. It has been so cool during most of the day. In fact, today's highs were in the 60s to the east, and really it was cold at noontime in Tulsa in the 50s and drizzle and just not a lot of fun. Late afternoon hit 75 in Tulsa, 80 in Sand Springs, 84 in Bristow, and then 90s across areas from Oklahoma City down to the southwest. It's like that's just plain summer. And temperatures right now are not too bad. In the 60s, if you love warm weather, humid weather is still hanging in the 70s around Bristow on over to around Okmulgee. So there is a boundary right in our area that could trigger those showers and storms. So what's coming up? We're going to talk about the timeline for some of those storms. Also getting kind of sticky. You're going to notice a difference in the atmosphere, and it's kind of a good and bad weekend. We'll explain coming up. Lighthorse police have arrested a Tulsa police officer accused of child abuse. News on 6's Grant Stevens joins us with the latest. Grant? Lori Craig, a spokesman for the Lighthorse Police Department, says their officers arrested Michael Bell last night. They say it's still very early in the investigation. Tulsa police released a statement saying they were told last night officer Michael Bell was under criminal investigation. Jason Salzman is a spokesman for the Muscogee Nation and Light Horse Police Department. He says he found out last night as well. I was uh, notified by our deputy police chief, Daniel Wynn, that there was an incident uh, where they did arrest a Tulsa police officer for suspicion of child abuse. Tulsa police say Bell is being charged with child abuse for an incident that happened while he was off duty in Jenks. The alleged crime uh, took place inside of the Muskogee Reservation uh, and the um, a suspect is a Native American citizen. Tulsa police say Bell was booked into the Tulsa County Jail last night, but before his arrest, he was placed on administrative leave and relieved of his duties pending the investigation. Bell was hired in September of 2019 and was assigned to the Mingo Valley Division. Are these kind of investigations complicated when it involves uh, another officer? I think that they treat it just like any other uh, criminal offense. Uh, they have a job to do. I do recognize the uniqueness uh, of the case, um, but for the officers, I just think that they have a job to do and they've done that. I requested some court documents on this case from the Muskogee Nation. Those documents could show us a lot more about what those allegations detail, but I have not received those documents yet. And since Bell is a Native American, he could be tried or prosecuted in either federal or tribal court. Live in Tulsa, Grant Stevens, Oklahoma's own News on 6. Investigators say the man who was found dead in the Arkansas River today was a fisherman who had been reported missing yesterday. Tulsa firefighters found Prakern Villareal in about four feet of water around 71st and Riverside. His family says he loved to fish. Officers recovered another person just yesterday in the river near 51st and Riverside. They say the Arkansas River can be a dangerous place this time of year. Especially during this time of year uh, where, you know, there could be tons of rain or very little rain. I recommend that everybody errs on the side of caution when it comes to these river uh, banks. 
The Tulsa Medical Examiner's Office says it appears Villarreal drowned, but they will determine exact cause of death. Jurors in David Ware's murder trial were shown the video from the body cameras worn by Tulsa Police Officer Aresh Zarkashan and Sergeant Craig Johnson during a traffic stop in 2020 that ended with both officers shot and Sergeant Johnson's death. The videos show the officer spent several minutes asking Ware to get out of the car, then ordering him out of the car, threatening to tase him, then trying to drag him out of the car. Ware refuses the entire time. Four detectives also testified today. They told the jury about finding the murder weapon the getaway driver dumped near Haskell and about finding ammo, drugs, surveillance systems, and cash inside Ware's apartment. Officer Zarkishan is expected to testify tomorrow. Mayor G.T. Bynum is asking the city council for the Tulsa's largest budget ever. His proposal is asking for nearly $950 million. It includes a $16 minimum hourly rate for full-time city workers. The budget would also pay for equipment for Tulsa police officers and firefighters, along with new cadets for both departments. Mayor Bynum says the city has more than $12 million in its rainy day fund right now. I don't know of any city in America at this point that has a, a better fiscal position than the city of Tulsa with the reserves that we have established over the last six years. The city council will vote on that budget by the end of June. We do need to do better. We need to see more happen here in Oklahoma. A year ago, we asked the question, who failed Rylan and Cameron? After 14-year-old Cameron Dale and 13-year-old Rylan Harris ran off from the Tulsa boys' home nine months apart and died. Cameron was hit and killed on Highway 51. Rylan drowned in the Arkansas River. The death of Rylan prompted a lawsuit by Rylan's family against the Tulsa boys' home and DHS. And News on 6's Brian Dorman brought us in-depth coverage of it all. And he joins us now with a look at where things stand one year later. Brian? Yeah, Craig, Lori, a lot of changes over this past year. In 2020, there were 226 reports of children running away from the Tulsa boys' home. Last year, that number dropped all the way down to 39. Tonight, I'm looking into what's working and what work still needs to be done. You know, sometimes you have to ask the tough questions, and I think you did, and I think you um, uh, helped precipitate some movement in this problem that we've been having. Deputy Police Chief Todd Ensbrenner with the Sand Springs Police Department has been dealing with runaway boys from the Tulsa Boys Home for years. He says our News on 6 investigation prompted roundtable discussions with law enforcement, DHS, judges, attorneys, medical professionals, counselors, and the Tulsa Boys Home. The last meeting I went to, I think there were 30 people there, and maybe five of them worked at the same agency. You know, you had, I mean, as a group, you know, you had, so you had multiple agencies, multiple people, and, and multiple perspectives on what the problem was and and how to fix it i'm very thankful that individuals are sitting down talking about these issues and what can be changed to try and improve conditions for oklahoma's youth joe dorman ceo of the oklahoma institute of child advocacy was but featured in our original series although he doesn't have a seat at the table of these roundtable discussions he's hopeful they're working to produce real results that could potentially save lives there has to be a game plan and i'm confident that DHS will look at this and that changes will be made. We certainly need to make sure that the training is in place for judges when they determine when a young person should be sent to a facility, that they're aware of the capabilities of that facility and that someone's not sent to a place where they shouldn't be. How many level E facilities do we have in the state of Oklahoma? 
I don't believe we have any private level E facilities. That's a problem for Joe and for Ryland's family that argues that type of lockdown facility and not the Tulsa Boys Home where youth are able to essentially come and go was required for his care, required to keep him alive. The only mental health treatment in the state for level E youth, considered to be the most ill, is through our hospital system, where there are 13 level E facilities. There, Joe explains, kids are capped to a certain number of days, and as long as their insurance will last. To him, the lack of resources is the most concerning. We've got to improve the situation. I'm certainly been hopeful that there will be federal dollars through the Recovery Act or the CARES dollars that could go to alleviate some of those issues and try and help out. We've got to try and get these kids the help they need. And we can't send them to facilities that aren't built or equipped to handle young people like that. Now for a closer look at the runaway numbers from the Tulsa Boys Home over the past five years. You'll notice 40 in 2017, then 93, 101, 226 to 39 just last year. J.D. Nolan says the task force roundtables is a great starting point. Scheduling conflicts while in session kept us from meeting in person, but she provided a statement saying in part, by implementing the ideas and improving stakeholder communications through the task force, we are seeing a significant improvement in Tulsa Boys Home runaway statistics already. I look forward to hearing additional ideas as well as any recommendations regarding future legislation related to this matter. And when it comes to new details on the death investigation into the deaths of Cameron and Rylan. Unfortunately, there have been no updates. We're still awaiting the results of the investigation to determine what exactly happened and then what will happen to try and change the system to make sure this never happens again. I have been able to confirm over the past seven years, more than 200 troubled youth from Oklahoma have been sent to other states like Tennessee for care through a DHS partnership. Joe Dorman calls that a band-aid on this critical situation and in his opinion, cannot be a long-term solution. It's also Boys Home and DHS both declined to meet with me for this update, citing ongoing litigation. Brian Dorman, Oklahoma's own News on 6. Parts of green country got some rain today, and there is still a possibility for some storms tonight. Travis also tells us who could get drought-breaking rain this week across the Osage Casino Skycam Network. A lot of folks need it. And why Oklahoma's attorney general says proposed federal changes for charter school funding could be devastating for many families. Six is the more... Good grief. Take two. Oops, uh, this time's not going to work. Will you say it? I know that's hard. Okay. Uh, well, wait, hold on. Can I try that again? Ah. Don't you wish you could just rewind your day? And get a do-over. As the only locally owned station, we help you stay ahead of the trip-ups every morning from 4.30 to 10. Keep making the switch with us to the Tulsa CW. From 7 to 9. 6 in the morning, we gotcha. That's good. Stunning. Extraordinary. Introducing Street Fest, Silver Dollar City's most eclectic outdoor gathering of unique acts and culinary delights ever. Silver Dollar City. Discover adventure together. For more than a year now, there hasn't been enough new Silverados to meet the high demand. But now you can get exactly what you want on your new Silverado. And the best part is, save thousands below MSRP when you place a custom order only at Jim Glover Chevrolet. If you've been shopping for a new Silverado 1500 but haven't found the right one, come see us today and place your custom order and save thousands below MSRP. You can also simply scan the QR code to let us help you order the perfect truck. Jim Glover Chevrolet, Oklahoma's number one Chevy dealer, I-44 in the Arkansas River. In Kansas, you'll see stars 
and not just the kind that line a boulevard. We celebrate real luminaries and those who brighten our landscapes. We touch the sky, but stay grounded in the things that matter most. The Kansas experience is a salute to the real, to the rowdy, to the wide-eyed wanderers, to the dreamers, to the stars. Lots of politicians talk about fighting crime and protecting your tax dollars. But on Governor Kevin Stitt's watch, it's getting done. Successful bipartisan reform that has dramatically cut crime and recidivism. Reducing prison overcrowding by putting low-level offenders who commit nonviolent crimes into treatment instead of jail. Increasing law enforcement resources for investigating and locking up the most violent offenders. And Governor Stitt saved taxpayers millions while doing it. Smart on crime. Protecting Oklahoma first. Hurry to Street Fest. It's the most spectacular kickoff to our biggest year of entertainment ever. And it's only here for a limited time. Silver Dollar City. Discover adventure together. If you're ready for great selection and excellent pricing, come see us at Haunt Appliance Warehouse and put us to the test. Oklahoma Attorney General John O'Connor says the latest effort by the Biden administration to regulate federal funding for public charter schools could be devastating for parents and students who need some alternatives. O'Connor joined other AGs in asking the Department of Education to not adopt those new proposals. News on 6's Ashlyn Brothers joins us tonight with details. Ashlyn. Craig and Lori, Attorney General John O'Connor says Oklahoma has invested time and resources into public charter schools so that all students have equal access to a quality education. 16 states attorneys general are challenging two proposed changes to federal funding for public charter schools by the Biden administration. Even if your children are in a private school, even if you're a high income earner, even if there's not a public charter school next to you, we need to love our neighbors ourselves. The charter school program offers about $440 million a year in grants, which works out to about $500,000 per school. Attorney General John O'Connor says it's designed to promote innovation and provide an alternative to low-performing schools. Sometimes those kids are already having to overcome obstacles just to have a fair chance at the American dream. In a letter to the U.S. Department of Education, O'Connor says the changes threaten to reduce funding, preventing some new schools from getting chartered. The community impact analysis requirement would give preference to charter schools in areas with over-enrollment. It's a shift from the motivation of providing quality education for kids to an institutional survival instinct of a failing school. O'Connor says the partnership priority for charter schools partnering with local school districts would penalize charter schools aiming to compete. If you have kids in school, they're in school now. They need solutions now. They don't need a 10-year political football topical study on these things. The National Alliance for Public Charter Schools says these schools serve 3.5 million students and two-thirds are from low-income black or Hispanic communities. Now, supporters of the new rules say they'll improve the quality, accountability, and transparency of charter schools. Ashland Brothers, Oklahoma Zone, News on 6. 
you can experience what it's like to fly in the 1920s when a nearly 100-year-old plane lands in green country this week. The Experimental Aircraft Association's 1928 Ford Tri-Motor is stopping at the Ogmogi Airport. Flights aboard the historic airplane will be available tomorrow through Sunday. Tickets are $55 for children and $80 for adults, and you can buy tickets at flytheford.org. From the Bob Mills Weather Center, the Oklahoma weather expert, Travis Meyer. And to fly the Ford, it should be pretty good weather, uh, believe it or not. But we've had a big change in the weather in a few areas. Tonight, though, this is looking the northeast part of our viewing area, up around the Miami area, then moving off into Missouri, southwest Missouri. Rain and thunderstorms are just kind of traveling along the same line. And so there could be some additional development. But this boundary could also be moving north with time tonight because there's a lot of warm air, a lot of warm, moist air is kind of stuck right down on the south side of Tulsa. We have warm air, but it's a little bit, or it's a lot drier out west. Western Oklahoma, which is no big surprise. And then you have that boundary in here with a sagging cool front. But that sagging cool front will stop someplace near Tulsa and then start moving back to the north. You also see the red, the pink, fire weather watch as that goes up in Nebraska, Colorado is still a big mess. So tomorrow we're back to severe weather, but this time it's instead of our area of Tulsa and East, it's going to be back to the Northwest. You might be asking why, where were those thunderstorms tonight? Uh, or you showed them Miami. Well, they ended up blowing up near Tulsa, but they just couldn't break what we call the cap. And again, that's a warm layer of air just above the surface. You already have warm air down here, but warm air can't move into warm air, especially if it's warmer up here. So you just can't make it move. And therefore those thunderstorms just couldn't get going today, which is good because otherwise those have been big hailstorms, and that have been a mess. So tomorrow's going to be to the northwest, more up towards Wichita. So if you're traveling that way, be advised or live in the northwest part of our viewing area. Friday, it pushes way back out west in the western panhandle for the most part, and then also up into western Kansas, and then tries to make a move east and gradually dies down uh, Friday night. On Saturday evening, we'll see a slight risk of severe weather across areas from Tulsa to the north. So it's not over with, but it's kind of on a break for Thursday and Friday, and right now it's pretty nice out outside. Gorgeous weather really at this time. The only thing that's negative is just the fact we have so much tree pollen and of course a little grass pollen thrown in there and if you're sneezing or sniffling could be a good reason why. 67 right now. Dew points at 63. A lot of moisture just hanging in the atmosphere. So you might say muggy. We haven't used that for a long time and we're talking about temperatures tonight. Look at this 64 in prior still hanging on to 74 out at Pogue Airport in that warm pocket of air is just southwest of Tulsa. Hectorville, which doesn't show up on my map, just south of Glenpool is at 71. And so again, that's your warm air is just trying to stay here. Front's going to come down, then push out, and then we're going to be back to warm. So right now, 60s to 70s, still 76 coming in Okima and 78 in Bristow. And you're like, why? The sun's down. Well, that's just because that's that air mass difference. And so as we look at tonight through the morning hours, there is a chance few isolated storms through morning. Should see some increase in clouds again across the area, but very mild 60s. And as we go through the day, we'll have clouds then giving way to partly sunny skies, stronger southeast winds, 15 to 25 miles per hour. We'll be in the upper 70s to low 80s. Back out in western Oklahoma, nothing but sunshine, blowing dirt. And then as we look on into a time period for Friday morning, after some thunderstorms, we out in northwest Oklahoma for tomorrow afternoon. We'll be in the 60s, mid to upper 60s in the morning. Strong south winds during the day, and we're looking for a quiet day, very warm, very humid, and then again out west, 80s to near 90. There should be some high plains thunderstorms, and heaven knows.
They could use anything they can find out there. In the meantime, our weekend events, we have a lot of things going on. You can go down to Jinx. Last weekend was Sand Springs. This weekend will be in Jinx Urban Plant Festival. And then also at Bragg's, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma City, of course, has the Oklahoma City Memorial Marathon, the run on Saturday and the marathon on Sunday. At Grove and also Claremore, some fun things that you can do during this weekend. And hopefully we will be dodging rain and won't have to worry about it too much. On Sunday for the marathon in Oklahoma City, slight chance of rain and thunderstorms in the morning, and then that should be moving on out. Then the rain should be ending here around noon or afternoon. So Saturday morning will be in the 60s, and then it's still kind of the same story. And then we'll see Saturday at noon, not much going on. Could be an isolated shower in the afternoon. Most of us will not see that upper 70s to around 80 gusty south winds. And it won't be until the evening when a real line of showers and thunderstorms kicks in. And then that line of showers and thunderstorms could be locally heavy, possibly severe, with tons of water to be associated with that. Once that comes through on Sunday, then we'll have gustier north winds. It'll be cooler and temperatures in the 60s. So forecast looks like this. We're talking about 64, not too bad. Some showers or thunderstorms in the morning, really from now through the morning. If you're north and east, it's also, we'll keep an eye on it. 72 gusty south winds and 80 by afternoon. It's like, hello, spring. Finally, it's here for a while. And then we'll see that chance of showers and storms Saturday night into Sunday. Some could be severe. Cooler for Sunday afternoon, Monday and Tuesday. Then we go back to another chance of a thunderstorm by Friday. That is a look at the nine-day planner. Time for sports. And Jonathan. All right, thank you, sir. Well, Derek Mason has only been on the job a few months, but find out why he's already comfy as can be with the Cowboys. Plus, the Pokes and Golden Hurricanes square off in an in-state softball battle. We go to 11th and Harvard next. At Haunt Appliance Warehouse, we put ourselves to the test every day. So let's see how we're doing. Kyla wrote, super impressed, definitely five-star service. And Terry said, great customer service. Buying our dishwasher was quick and easy. Haunt Appliance Warehouse. In stores or online, put us to the test. Come to the Spring Home and Outdoor Living Expo this weekend at the Sage Net Center at Expo Square. Filled with home and lifestyle ideas with the best local experts. Admission and parking are free. This weekend at the Sage Net Center at Expo Square. The Spring Home and Outdoor Expo presented by Select Outdoor Solutions. Hello, I'm Mark Allen. You ever seen an alignment check that fast? Well, that's what we just did. Let me show you how it works. It's fast and it's free, and it lets you know if your tire's out of line. Could save you some money and time. Come see us. Mark Allen Auto Group. Let's do business. Get ready for a whirlwind of winning during Winds of Change at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Tulsa. Catch your share of $540,000 cash April 16th, 23rd, and 30th in our action-packed money machine at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Tulsa. Tulsa's top spot for a good time awaits you. Come experience award-winning entertainment and nightlife. Escape and relax. Savor every bite. Then bring it all in for your encore. Only at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Tulsa. Voted Tulsa's best. Early in the COVID pandemic, private companies took advantage of our nation's fear and committed fraud and price gouging. Cost to Oklahoma taxpayers over $20 million. And Attorney General John O'Connor attempted to cover up the scam, protecting the politically connected who made millions. No wonder the American Bar Association found O'Connor's judgment to be deficient. Call John O'Connor. Demand he investigate waste and fraud. At Jim Glover Dodge in Owasso, we're Oklahoma's number one Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealer, which means we get more trade-ins than any other dealer. 
and we study each pre-owned vehicle independently to make sure we deliver the best market-driven pricing possible. For example, check out this Nissan Altima or Hyundai Elantra, your choice for zero down and as low as $199 a month. And you could have no payments until the end of the summer. Plus, you get our Engines for Life guarantee and five-day exchange program. Come see us at Jim Glover Dodge, Oklahoma's highest-rated Dodge dealer, or shop online at jimgloverdodge.com. Come to the Spring Home and Outdoor Living Expo this weekend at the Sage Net Center at Expo Square. Filled with home and lifestyle ideas with the best local experts. Admission and parking are free. This weekend at the Sage Net Center at Expo Square, the Spring Home and Outdoor Expo presented by Select Outdoor Solutions. At Haunt Appliance Warehouse, our customers continue to put us to the test. Like Seth, who posted, I used to shop around, but always ended up at Haunt. They've got the best prices and service in town, so now I just go straight there. Haunt Appliance Warehouse, online or in stores, put us to the test. Driven by your Oklahoma Ford dealers, this is News on 6 Sports with Jonathan Husky. An in-state rivalry tops the News on 6 Sports desk tonight. Rare is the midweek softball sellout, but that's exactly what we had tonight at 11th and Harvard, 8th-ranked Oklahoma State, visiting the Collins family softball complex. Facing the TU Golden Hurricane, a new head basketball coach Eric Conkle throwing out the first pitch. Looked like a strike to me. Oklahoma State strikes first in the second. Sand Springs native Sidney Pennington sends one over the wall and left. That's a three-run shot, part of a five-run inning. In the third, Tulsa's Haley Morgan connects for a solo shot, but that was only one, and Oklahoma State had a lot more. 12 hits, 12 runs. They win their sixth in a row, 12 to 1 the final. Dan Hawk was there and has more. The Cowgirls use quick work of the Golden Hurricane, scoring five in the second and seven in the sixth. A run rule, Tulsa, 12 to 1. Oklahoma State head coach Kenny Gajewski said it was exactly what he was hoping for out of his girls in today's midweek game. I didn't want our kids uh, worried about anything other than this game, and uh, I think we handled that well, and, and it was just good to see. In the circle, Cowgirls' Morgan Day was just as dominant, giving up just two hits, one run, and striking out nine. And we just know that it's a full team effort right now and it's all hands on deck and anybody that gets their name called upon any given moment and we're just really rolling as a team right now. Up next, Oklahoma State will host Texas in Stillwater on Friday and Tulsa welcomes in South Florida on Friday. At the University of Tulsa, I'm Dan Hawk. Sooner softball looking to start another 40-game winning streak visiting North Texas tonight. OU struggled to score Sunday in the loss to Texas, but not tonight. Tiari Jennings' solo home run of the first start of a big night for her. Not many players, though, as hot right now as Alyssa Brito. Hits her fifth home run in the last five games. Two-run shot in the fourth has OU up 5-0. Sooners pour it on in the sixth. Jennings unloads her second homer of the night, a three-run shot. OU allows just one hit and wins 10-0 in five. Jennings goes three for four with five RBI as, again, the final 10-0. For a guy who admits he didn't tell enough of his players he was leaving, Lincoln Riley is sure talking a blue streak now, Jack. The USC coach opening up about his departure from Norman today in the Players' Tribune. Regarding how he let the team know, he says, quote, I acknowledge that I could have handled some parts of the situation better. I absolutely own that. While I was able to talk with several players after the team meeting, I wish I would have had the time to sit down with each individual player and staff member to explain my decision. Saturday wraps up spring for both the Sooners and Cowboys. For OSU fans, will be the first chance to see Derek Mason in America's Brightest Orange. The former Vanderbilt head coach came over after a one-year pit stop at Auburn and is already feeling at home in Stillwater. Stillwater feels like home. It feels like me growing up in Phoenix, Arizona, to be honest. So, I mean, I, I like a place like that. If I want to go ride a horse, I can go ride a horse. If I want to get on a dirt bike, I'll get on a dirt bike. If I want to spend some records, that's what I'll do. With that being said, I feel at home. <laughs> 
That's all you can ask for. I love it, man. All you can ask for, feel at home. <laughs> all right, thank you, sir. Travis has the latest on the possibility of storms coming up next. Spring is a great time to replace your old inefficient air conditioner. And right now, when you trade in that old system, you'll receive a trade-in allowance on a new one. Save money on utility bills with a new high-efficiency system. It's time to call Airco, the company you know. Join us this Friday and Saturday for our Outdoor Expo at Tulsa Power Sports and Outdoors. We have the largest selection of Mahindra tractors in the state. 0% for 72 months available. Who can haul this tractor, trailer, and brush hog as low as $387 a month? This Friday and Saturday only. Tulsa Power Sports and Outdoors in Sepulpa. I'm a conservative, a Christian, a capitalist. I'm basically the Democrat Party's worst nightmare. Liberals say if you look like me, America isn't for you. That's a lie. I'm living proof of the power of hard work and the goodness of this country. Send me to the Senate. I'll take on the woke left, tell our kids the truth about America, and fight for the America First agenda. I'm T.W. Shannon, and I approve this message. For 50 years, you've been our friends and family. So for four days, I've set the lowest prices on the largest in-stock selection of mattresses and furniture. You'll have a chance to spin and win all of your furniture free. You could even win your entire purchase free. Now remember this, for the first 100 of you through the doors on Saturday, I'm going to give you a special gift valued at $100 for me. Friends and family, four days only at Bob Mills. The Patriot Auto Group. Local and veteran-owned, Patriot Auto Group is committed to making your buying experience a special one. Visit one of our dealerships across the state of Oklahoma and take advantage of our exclusive Patriot Pledge. Your purchase on a new or used vehicle comes with engines for life, complimentary maintenance for one year, and 10 full years of roadside assistance. Patriot Auto Group, proud Oklahomans in the communities we serve. Van Buren, Arkansas is your next stop for making memories with family and friends. Take a step back in time as you stroll the beautiful historic Main Street shops, attractions, and restaurants. Van Buren is where history meets today's most exciting activities. So, whether you're into fine dining and fudge, or shopping in boutiques, or for antiques, Van Buren has something for you. Start planning your next adventure today. Learn more about Van Buren at vanburen.org. On uh, February the 9th, 2021, my daughter, Andrea Lynn Blankenship, was murdered. This guy got let out. His sole goal was to get her heart and took it across the street and cooked it. It became personal with Governor Stitt when he signed his name to Andrea's death sentence. This need not happen again. Tulsa Power Sports and Outdoors Blowout Expo this Friday and Saturday. Side-by-sides, Kawasaki's, ATVs, tractors, trailers, implements, and more. Hook and haul this tractor, trailer, brush hog as low as $387 a month. No payment for 90 days available. This Friday and Saturday only, Tulsa Power Sports and Outdoors in Sepulpa. If you're afraid your air conditioner won't make it through the summer, then you should know most of the breakdowns we repair each summer could have been prevented with a tune-up. Call Airco to schedule your AC tune-up today. Spring is here. It's time to call or text Airco. 
All right. We still have a few thunderstorms up to the northeast, way up in the corner there by Miami and Ottawa County. That's moving in southwest Missouri. We're going to keep an eye on tonight, though. Still a chance of a few pop-up isolated showers and thunderstorms. That's a 20% chance in Tulsa, higher amounts to north and east. Next chance of storms, not until Saturday afternoon or really Saturday night into Sunday. In the meantime, get ready for the muggies. They're coming to town. Oh boy, can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Travis. Thank you for joining us. Good night, everybody. See you tomorrow.